Hey, I'm Jonathan Alexander. And I'm Elena Getzenberg. And you're listening to Panthers Tracks. We found out the Panthers traded away a six-round pick this year, a second next year, and a fourth next year for Sam Darnold. Uh, it definitely caught me off guard uh, that that happened. Um, <laughs> I'll say. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't. I mean, we, we went over the scenarios in our head. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we asked each other before it happened. You know, what if the Panthers traded for Sam Darnold? Uh, neither one of us really liked the idea of it. Um, first of all, let me ask you, what what are your thoughts on the on the trade in general? Did the Panthers give up too much? Did they give up enough? What are your thoughts? My initial reaction to it was, oh, okay. But the more I thought about it personally, the less I liked it. The compensation is fine. Um, I don't. They didn't give up. I like that they kept so many picks this year. I think that was wise, um, especially because it seems they feel like they're going to win more games than five next year, um, or at least finish differently in the across the league. Um, but I think my biggest issue, like my biggest takeaway, is that they were so they decided so desperately that they, which we knew, which we've been reporting for months, that they needed some other option at quarterback mm-hmm. that. Matthew Stafford didn't work. Deshaun Watson wasn't happening anytime soon. Um, the draft wasn't really working out in their favor. And like this was next is what it feels like to me. And it's kind of by their own design. They signed Teddy Bridgewater and just decided they weren't happy with him. So it's kind of to me like filling a hole. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's a moderately expensive hole. And if it doesn't work out, I think they're in a similar spot to what they were in uh, this off season. Yeah, I think it. You know, I felt the same way. I think it was a it was a gamble because yeah. you know Sam Darnold has played three years um, and and hasn't produced well enough. You you probably can put a lot of that you know blame on Adam Gase uh, and the Jets and not having the weapons. I mean, he did have Robbie Anderson, um, but you know part of that should be put on the Jets. But, you know, yeah. I, I guess I understand the approach that they're taking. You know, the Panthers really wanted to trade up uh, really high, possibly number three. Uh, they knew the Falcons weren't going to trade with them because that's in the division. Um, and when the 49ers made that trade, and we talked about this, when the 49ers made that trade to get to number three with the Dolphins and they gave away all those picks, that kind of set the price. Um, for what future trades into the top four or five could look like. And and I think that that was ultimately too much uh, from what the Panthers were willing to to give up. And, and, and Scott Federer said they wanted to keep their first, second, and third round pick um, this year, especially with them picking so high. And, and I, I think, um, you know, that I was just like you said, I think that that was good. But – Still, second and a fourth round next year for someone is that is unproven. I still think it's a gamble, and I don't know that I would have been willing to take make that trade, especially when there's no guarantee that you're going to be able to uh, trade uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Absolutely, and I think a good point with that 
um, long term too, like ignoring the Teddy Bridgewater situation because that's a whole other beast. Um, You know, let's say Sam Darnold plays really well and it's a steal to pay him what they're paying him this year and when they pick up when they pick up the option, it's just a matter of time. Um, that'll still be like a really reasonable price for a starting quarterback. But then in 2023, let's say, you know, they're going to get to a point where they either have to pay him a lot of money, which is like, or or they move on, right? So it's one of those two things because his contract will be up and you're missing out on like a lot of successful teams like have those quarterbacks on rookie deals and can build around them. And obviously the Panthers can continue to build the team over the next two years. But I think like they're putting themselves in an interesting situation, at least down the road. So, I mean, that's my biggest takeaway too. It's just that like long-term, I think we still don't know. If, I mean, cause who knows if he's the answer we're relying on Joe Brady's offense to yeah. do a lot. He played really badly last year. Yeah. I think this will be a true test really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when Sam Darnold comes in, he'll have the same weapons. Plus, he'll have Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. that Teddy Bridgewater has. And if he if he competes, but if he plays better than Teddy Bridgewater played, then we can say, oh yeah, Panthers really needed to get rid of Teddy Bridgewater. Like he, it, it was all you know, it wasn't all his fault, but it was mostly his fault. He's just not capable. But if he plays, you know, as equally as bad as Teddy Bridgewater, then it was a gamble that didn't work. The only way Teddy Bridgewater is staying on the Panthers is if he has if he restructures his deal. They're not going to keep him as a backup for that type of salary. So he either restructures that deal or he's traded away. Yeah. Um, so do you think there there's any market for, for getting rid of him? Not a good one. I think that – I mean, I'm sure some teams would – his contract is just like – because there's no team – like if you look at the teams of, in the NFL who have some sort of quarterback need, there's very few that have a competition for the starting job right now where like you add him and he'll like, like maybe Washington, you can make the case, I guess, maybe Chicago, somewhere like that, where it's kind of a band-aid quarterback solution right now. But that's a lot for a potential backup quarterback elsewhere too. So I think that's what makes this trade very difficult. Um, I think they could do it. I don't think they're going to get very much in return. And I think it continues to make his signing look really bad. <laughs> yeah. I just they're not there's no way they're gonna get um a big return. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marty Herney is is uh again becoming public enemy number one for Panthers fans who wonder why he made this decision. I would also say like ignoring the contract maybe itself, but like Joe Brady and Matt Rule were big Teddy Bridgewater fans. Oh, like yeah. Matt Marty didn't make this decision by himself. No. He had to get um, the backing from Joe Brady. Yeah, Joe Brady is part of why, you know, they part of the reason why they decided to go with Teddy is because it was a weird off season with COVID and Teddy had like an upper hand on knowing what Joe Brady's offense was gonna look like and would be like somewhat more comfortable. That was part of it. So and it kind of paid off, kind of didn't, you know, who knows. Yeah. But you know, that was part of it and they were a part of that decision too. Now you can really argue the contract that was given um, that was designed to get out of after two years. Um, but it wasn't like Marty Hurdy and you know, Marty Hurdy's made some bad decisions yeah. and we've been very upfront about that, but I do think um, it's not all on him, but I wanted to ask you too, like, this is something I've been thinking about where like, we're talking so much about how the Panthers can, help support Sam Darnold, right? By like adding to the offensive line and bringing in a tight end and all that. But 
why don't we give Teddy Bridgewater that same chance in an improved offense with Christian McCaffrey and all of that? Like, you know, I think it's interesting to think about like Sam Darnold's going to get that chance, but you know, Teddy Bridgewater with an improved offensive line, a tight end, um, Christian McCaffrey for more than three games. You know, why is this such an upgrade, I guess, in that capacity, do you think? Or do you think it's not? I, I don't think it is, which I, I think that's definitely an interesting point. And people will, 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 some people will listen and say, like, you support Teddy Bridgewater. And I, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is at all the learn t- long term answer. I'm not convinced he's a starter mm-hmm. um, for an NFL team. Um, I, I can confidently say that. But, um, he didn't have the greatest offensive line, and he didn't have his top weapon in Christian McCaffrey. Um, so he, he basically didn't have a tight end. So. Yeah, and he, he definitely and he definitely didn't have a tight end. Um, so you know, I think we we need to be be fair in that aspect. When I say we, I mean like like everybody like who, yeah. who looks at this and criticizes this need to be fair in that aspect. That you know, Teddy Bridgewater was was missing what he was expecting to come into. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey, I remember hearing when they signed him from someone that like Christian McCaffrey was, and Russell Kuhn, who missed a significant amount of games, were huge reasons why Teddy wanted to come to Carolina. And we all know how that turned out. Absolutely. I mean, like you just look at a lot of the one possession games, you give Christian McCaffrey the ball in those situations and, and maybe Carolina wins at least two of them. I mean, they were in a lot of those tight situations, one or two of them, you know, I'll give you that. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't know that, I don't, I don't see. I think they're banking off potential. You yeah. know, the, the fact that Sam Darnold was a number three pick, the fact that he didn't play for a great team, and the the fact that he's only twenty three. I think twenty three, correct? Younger than yes. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Uh, I think they're banking a lot on potential, um, and um, that ultimately could be a mistake. I don't know that it will. Uh, it's, it's it's definitely, like we said, a gamble. Yeah, they feel like, I think you're right. I think when I, you know, I have mixed feelings about it, but I do think it comes down to they know what Teddy Bridgewater offers them. I, I think they should have known what he offered before they signed him, but yeah. <laughs> that might be a conversation for another day. But um, Sam Darnold presents that level of like, oh, what he could potentially be. And right. I think Teddy Bridgewater at 28 years old um, is – that's who he showing. is. Yeah, so, he's kind yeah. of showing who he is. For better or for worse, and it sucks for him and all of that. But I do think that's – I mean, the it's like a high ceiling for Sam Darnold, but I feel like it's, we've seen the floor. So it's, it's going to be – it's really interesting. And I think this could be like Joe Brady's ticket to a head coaching job. I mean, if they do this right, like yeah. – it's yeah. gonna mean a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it'll Joe, go a long way. Yeah, and Joe Brady will definitely get some looks. I wanted to bring up, and we and we reported that this definitely could change, or definitely will change, how the Panthers approach this draft. Um, you know, Scott Fitterer said in his press conference that, you know, now that they've been able to fill certain holes in free agency, they've been able to trade for Sam Darnold, who they view as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, they can now draft the best available player, um, you know, whether that be in. And Scott Federer really mentioned offensive line, defensive line, said they'll look at corner playmakers as well. He kind of left it open, try, not, you know, not trying to try, not trying to tip his head. Every position on the roster. Every position <laughs> in the roster. 
And he even mentioned that this doesn't preclude them from drafting a quarterback, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Um, and I started looking at a lot of tr- different trade scenar- scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I, I marked down about six of them, and then trade up or trade down. Um, wh- a few of them were tr- uh, most of them were trade down. A couple mm-hmm. of them were trade down. One or two of them were trade up, and a lot of them were stay at eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some instances, and, and, and Scott Fitter, let me, I should clarify, Scott Fitter said that they could trade up. There's still that option oh, yeah. there to trade up. I think if the Panthers trade up, I think they would trade uh, with either the Dolphins or the Detroit Lions to block another team that, and I could only see them wanting to do that, to block another team from wanting to get a quarterback if they felt like Justin Fields could be there, which I don't understand why they would draft Justin Fields now that they got Sam Darnold. So, I would be so against them trading up. Yeah. I would be really against it. I, I would be against After them. what they did yesterday. Yeah, I would be against them. But I wanted to ask you this particular question. Hmm. You know, since Scott Fitterer left open the door um, and said that this doesn't preclude them from drafting a quarterback, if Justin Fields is there at mm-hmm. number seven, maybe number and, – and you have the, the choice to the draft – I mean, the trade – with the Dolphins and maybe swap picks later on in the draft, you know, something that's fair and not too much. Would you draft Justin Fields knowing that you have Sam Darnold? Yes. I do have a hard time with it, though, because I think it makes the Sam Darnold thing stupid, (laughs) for lack of a better word. Um, I would if you think highly of him. Um, Mm -hmm. But then to me – I find the Sam Darnold situation very frustrating because I do think it's something they should do in that situation you described. But like, I would have been personally more of a fan of trying patience. Maybe I don't Mm -hmm. think they had much patience in this situation and maybe Sam Darnold would have run off the board, but it doesn't seem like there were a lot of other teams involved in going after him. And I don't know if they had waited until after the draft, how that would have looked, but I mean, I just think I would have preferred if you're drafting a rookie quarterback. Why worry about the Teddy thing? Just keep him on the roster. What a great person for your rookie quarterback to learn behind someone who's very experienced, seen all the NFL, the highs, the lows, um, and is already the contract thing is then simple, and you don't have to worry about trying to trade him or you know making him count less against the cap. So I would do it, but I think. It makes the Darnold thing much harder to swallow, in my opinion. But yeah. I don't know if you feel differently. No, no, I, I actually agree with that. Like I was, I was getting around to the idea of the Panthers drafting uh, Justin Fields mm-hmm. at a if he were to fall there, um, and but this is before the Darnold trade. Um, now that the Darnold trade has happened, it complicates things. It makes me wonder. Okay, you know, well, it'll be a waste if you, if you. Um, if you drive Justin Fields now that you got Sam Darnold. So like why yeah. do it? But before I was thinking, you know, that'd be a really good move if you mm-hmm. get him at eight and keep the rest of your picks, even get him at seven and still keep, you know, the rest of your your later picks. Um, but now I I, just, I I don't think that I would do it depending on who is there. Like I said, I, I did a few trade scenarios. I looked and, you know, I think it's possible that it feels it, Fields and Sewell could be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at this point, before I might have 
fields over Sewell. But at this point, with Sam Darnold, uh, I think he would take. I, I if I was a Panthers and Sewell was there, I'd take him. That way, you could say, okay, Sam, go. You got your protection. You got your weapons. You got mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. Go out there and perform. If you don't perform, that's on you. Um, so. If I had the choice between Fields and Sewell, I'd take Sewell. I think it really just depends on who's who's available. Yeah, I guess I just feel like, too, like, I guess I don't trust. This is me being a skeptic, I guess, but I don't trust Darnold's, like, their ability to transform Darnold enough Then I think getting the quarterback right is important enough that I think if – to me, I like. I think Justin Fields has a lot of good qualities, and I think mm-hmm. um, while I'm all on board, like they need a left tackle more than <laughs> anything. Um, I don't think you can take too many stabs at trying to get. I mean, you can take too many, but I don't think this would be too many stabs at trying to get the quarterback right. Um, yeah. But I think also like getting. You know, once we get out of the first round, let's say they address tackle or corner in the first round. Um, there's interesting quarterbacks who maybe like aren't the flashy names we've heard a lot about that later on that I would really think makes sense for them to look at. Um, just in terms of giving new competition, they know Will Greer is not yeah. not going to work out. So I think, you know, um, someone like Kyle Trask or Kellen Mund, you know, it's one of those guys. Like I think there's a good case to be made for why they could address it in that way, if not the first round. Yeah, imagine the Panthers had Sam Darnold, Kyle Trask, PJ Walker, and Will Greer on the roster at the same Ooh. time. <laughs> <laughs> a quarterback party. Yeah, that definitely be interesting. Well, well, how about this? Okay, you have um, Patrick Sertain, cornerback mm-hmm. at Alabama, Kyle Pitts, and Panay Sewell. All um, I'm going to go all nine quarterbacks, all on the board. Mm-hmm. You know the Panthers' needs. Um, who would you choose? I go back and forth on this because I think they really need a corner, mm-hmm. um, like desperately. Um, definitely either tackle or corner. So I think if you're making me pick <laughs> right now, I think I'd go Penny Sewell just because I think um, addressing tackle is so important. And if – one thing for me, too, with this Darnold trade is if you're saying you're going to give him the help that he didn't have in New York, give him the help. You know, like, do that. Like, commit the resources. So that's probably what I would do personally. But if they did corner, um, I would not be mad about it at all. Like, I think there's a very strong case that <laughs> yeah. they, they don't really have another corner. So, yeah. 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 But that's yeah. that's me. Well, who Do you have a leaning? I like Sewell. But, you know, I was going to say this. I think given, um, you know, the fact that we know that the Dallas Cowboys are looking to upgrade at the cornerback position, yeah. they're there at 10. Um, and and given that there are still teams that want a quarterback, kind of like uh, New England in particular, mm-hmm. um, Washington, I think the Panthers could really play off, um, off of that quarterback. One. Denver also, I forgot, um, could play off that quarterback because – I'm thinking in particular Denver. Um, they could kind of float the idea. Of, we're, we're talking about a trade with New England, Denver. You know what you want to do? Um, they trade back with Denver one spot, get a little, just a little bit more assets, and then yeah. get Patrick Sertain. 
I'd be, I think that's, that would be smart. That seems ideal. Um, so, you know, again, I wouldn't be mad. Everything I read about Patrick Sertain, I wasn't able to watch him in calls, but everything I read about him is that he's a really good shutdown press corner. Um, which they desperately need. Something the Panthers desperately need, especially, you know, you know, Dante Jackson's not coming back entering the last year of his contract. You know, there's a chance that he doesn't come back. So the Panthers are going to need to upgrade that position at some point in time anyway. There's there's holes to be filled, too. I think we've put so much for and you know, the quarterback position is always going to get the most attention. But this team still has a lot of other holes to fill, which I think is why having the picks, as many picks as they do in the draft is so, so, so important because – <laughs> There's a lot of needs to be addressed, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they choose to approach it um, because they don't not having a second and a fourth rounder next year is a pretty big deal, so they need to take care of some of those needs this year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get to uh, our favorite section, um, yeah. our trivia, and you have a couple of trivia questions for us. Yes, and make sure, please subscribe to our Panthers Tracks newsletter. You can go on the charlotteobserver.com website and subscribe. And we have, we're, this is a new thing for us, but we're doing two trivia questions in each newsletter, and they're pretty fun. They, you know, they're a little tricky. We like to make things a little difficult for you guys. But um, we'll see if Jonathan can answer them. Um, okay, so the first question is, the Panthers have drafted nine quarterbacks. I don't think you'll be able to do this <laughs> in the team's history. Can you name all of them? Nine quarterbacks in the team's history. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I do know of Kerry Collins. The legend. I do, yes. I do know of Cam Newton. I do know of Jimmy Clausen. I do know of Will Greer. Mm-hmm. You said nine? Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> Some of these names I had never heard of before, so... Yeah, I just want to get like one person that most people may not have heard of. I don't know them well enough to give you a hint. <laughs> huh. Okay. Jimmy Clausen, Will Greer, Cam Newton, Kerry Collins. I can't believe there's nine. Uh, ah, I, I'm not gonna be able to to get it. Um, wait. Let give give me like a um a year of one of them. Okay. One of them was drafted. Um, maybe you'd know him. Let me see what year he was. What year that was? One was in. One played baseball, as well, um, and was drafted by the Panthers in. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does um, does uh the guy from App State count? Who was the guy from App State? Um, he uh was a short guy, Armani Edwards. Does no, he count? he's not on my list. Okay, well, he they drafted him to be a wide receiver, but he was a qu- quarterback <laughs> in college. There you go. Um, one played baseball and was drafted in 2001 by the Panthers. He went oh, to, Chris Winkie. Yes, yes. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> That's right, so. the one other name that I recognize. The other ones I did not recognize. Like, yeah. I maybe had heard of them, but... Should I share them all or make people look it up for themselves? No. So I gave all the fans a head start. So now okay. it's you, you guys' job. Got to fill in the rest. It's a to tough list. Yeah. So. Um, our other question is, you should be able to get this one. 
There are three players on the current Panthers roster that are over the age of 30. Who are they? This oh, one's yeah. easier. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can get this, guys. So <laughs> uh, I want you all to answer this um, and let us know. And again, we'll shout you out on the next podcast if you get it correct. There's a sneaky one on this list that is a new addition. Who I just turned say. 30. Yes. Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. No, he didn't just turn 30. He just he just was uh, oh, signed. Oh, he just signed. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A new player that wasn't. Some of these, one of them is like very obvious. But oh. uh, we will let you guys guess and yeah. figure it out. But. Yes, please subscribe to our Panther Checks newsletter. We have tried a new format, and we want any feedback you guys have. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or email and let us know what you like, don't like. Um, and, yeah, we're always open to some feedback. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll see you all next week. So that's our show. If you like this podcast and want to see more projects like this, please subscribe to the Charlotte Observer Sportscast. We get unlimited digital access to our sports section with our current deal for 99 cents for each of the first three months of your subscription. That includes coverage of the Panthers, the Hornets, NASCAR, UNC Charlotte, high school sports, UNC Chapel Hill, Duke, NC State, and more. You can find the Sports Pass at charlotteobserver.com slash sports pass.